yo, what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Whoa, yes, sir. Episode number 35. We keeping it live and ain't spitting no jive, baby. Woo, tip it, towel, tip it, tay, yo ass, get a podcast episode today, suckers. We ringing in the new year, have no fear, we gonna bring our dreams from the rear and move them up stairs like we was the Jeffersons. We moving up to the east side, we representing them. 703, you know, let me stop. Alright, anyways, you know, y'all know how I get in. Y'all know how I get it in before we get this podcast going. You know I gotta give you a little free off the top. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars. You know nothing about that. Yes, we did it, family. We have made it through the year of 2021. And after the past two years, yes. Woo, thank God. Woo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we move into a new year, 2022. We have done 35 episodes here at the Ball and Buds podcast for the first year. And you know, we just want to make sure that you stay entertained. That being said, make sure you keep sending in those questions and comments to our new mailbox at Ball and Buds. That's B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S at mvpsmb.com Yes, sir. Drop that. Email. Drop it over. And so, yes, we will continue to entertain you in the new year. Myself, Clubber D, the Combat G, Mr. Mike Weeby, Mr. Ron Obasi, Shane Peacher, and there's Eric Licata and others that came along and came through the first year, and all the other contributors to the Ball and Buds. That being said, this year we are we're blowing up, y'all, so we're going to have a lot more guests this year, a lot more uh, celebrities that you're going to want to hear from and things like that. We will be transitioning this into a couple tv shows as well i'm gonna get into all the goals uh 2022 goals i'll get into all those in my epilogue but today it's just gonna be me we're gonna chat again about the past year about the next year going forward everything all the big stories that happened in the world and then some of those biggest stories of this week but first you know how we like to start here on the ball and birds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. As we go into the new year, we do not want to forget those that have paved the way. That being said, we got to give a huge, huge rest in power to Mr. NFL himself, John 
Madden. Died at the age of 85, Madden, known by one name throughout the world, is synonymous with football. I call him Mr. NFL. He is a personal favorite of mine with the Raiders, so this one hurts a lot. This stings very much. He was our coach for 10 seasons and the only coach who coached over 10 seasons and had a 76% winning percentage and he never had a losing season in his 10 years. He at one point won 17 straight games with the Raiders, which was one short of a record at the time. So he also won a championship in 1977 against the Vikings. Uh, After that, he went on to become a famous broadcaster, as we know, spending 30 years and winning 16 Emmys. Jeez Louise, that's a lot. He's that great. And then he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006. The best way to put his career in perspective is that John Madden was a Super Bowl winning coach, but that that is not his most remembered accomplishment. He is more known, obviously, as a broadcaster and for his video games, the Madden franchise. So, But he was loved in the NFL, and he loved the NFL. And he showed that, not only through his coaching, but also his broadcasting, right? Um, using the Telestrator, we remember. <laughs> He's made it so easy for us to understand the game brought so many people into the game that would have never came into the game otherwise, made it so easily understandable and accessible for those that may not have been fans, and even then kept us true fans entertained as well with his crazy antics. Surpasses not only just the football genre, but goes into the video game genre, and not only has surpassed uh, when it came out, but has lasted generations. And so now parents are playing that game with their kids. Um, And why I say move from sports to video games is because even people that don't like football and that just like video games, they like to play Madden. Because I remember, and I was thinking about this, you know, when I was in the military, we used to have uh, barrack tournaments of Madden. And there would be people that don't even like football or don't even like video games. And there would be all kinds of just diverse people, girls, guys, no matter what color they were, we were all just playing this game that really you don't even have to like football to play. It's just fun to play. That being said, it's just a legacy that this man left. Uh, He was just, he was an amazing coach. And then again, he got into the broadcast world. Again, made it just so, so accessible and so entertaining. Right. He had the boom, right? When somebody got hit, the turducken on on Thanksgiving. We can't forget that. He made that popular with his talking about it all the time. The all Madden team. I mean, just so many things that he did along the way that we commemorate this man. It was, uh, he was a great man in a football life, and uh, he will be remembered as such, and us Raiders fans will always keep him near and dear to our heart, uh, and we give him a rest in power. In my overture, I just wanted to make sure that I shouted him out uh, as we move into the new year. We don't want to forget those that we have lost in this past year, so uh, uh, rest in peace, rest in power to all those important people to not only the world but also to maybe you maybe you lost a family member this year and i commiserate with you and i send my deepest condolence and prayers to you and your family and now without further ado he is your favorite host with the most, the podcast will never ghost. We hear till we roast. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's just me. 
It's just me. It's me today. You get me today, all day today, y'all. We gonna talk. We gonna live on this joint, right? So strap up, buckle in. Let's get hit. Smoke weed every day. And so this episode is brought to you by the strains Gelato. Gelato is a hybrid 16% THC, also known as Larry Bird, a.k.a. my favorite basketball player of all time. It is an evenly balanced hybrid marijuana strain made of the Sunset Sherbet and Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. So if you can imagine Girl Scout cookies mixed with some orange sherbet, it's really good, actually. does give a good relaxation. Feelings comes on strong. Uh, but uh, but thins out a little bit and feels really good. In terms of taste, it's sweet, a little fruity and creamy, but it is legendary status. Definitely a goodie. And the other strain is peanut butter breath. Peanut butter breath is a 20% hybrid, also known as peanut butter or peanut breath. It is a hybrid strain uh, crossed with Dosi Dose, which is one of my favorite strains, and Mendo Breath, which I've actually never had. But the Dosi Dose is amazing, so I think this is going to be really, really good. It has a unique peanut butter taste with an earthy terpene profile. Another one about relaxation, euphoria, making you feel pretty good. They've actually re-engineered it into a peanut butter cup flavor, which I'm looking forward to trying in the future. The more you know. did say a rest in power to John Madden that being the case let's go to his favorite sport the NFL and let us speak on some relevant topics going on right now mostly the playoff picture last week we talked MVP you know I am stumping for Jonathan Taylor uh, who actually play in fantasy this weekend for the championship so I'm gonna need him to throttle it down a little bit right I don't want him to get out of the MVP race but I just need him to throttle it down a little bit this weekend but yeah, the playoff picture. So uh, the playoff picture is getting a lot more clear. There are five teams in the NFC that are already set and in. The AFC is a little more jumbled with the teams that they have going around. So let's go ahead and look into these two conferences and see what we got here. Hold on a second. I'm having trouble here. I have a new podcast set up because I, I, uh, I bought me an arcade system, like an old school arcade. And so I put it back in the back by my window uh, where my podcasting setup used to be. So I wanted to keep the podcasting setup near the same area. So what I did was I just moved it over about a couple feet, about a few feet. So the arcade is right behind my podcasting setup. But since I can just move the mic and the mic stand very easily, all I got to do is just move that and then the, the blanket will fall down. I also put in some new, if you can hear that, me hitting it, some new um, fiber to insulate, to keep in the sound. So I don't know if that's what it is, y'all, but I'm really freaked out because my voice, when I started recording this podcast a little while ago, uh, I had to do a few takes on the intro because it really sounds like my voice is completely different. So I don't know if it sounds like that to you all, but I can't be hitting puberty, right? That's not right. My voice completely sounds like it changed. Like I sound like, like Barry White on the other end of this joint. Nope. Denied. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's what's actually happening or not, but all I know is that uh, it's weirding me out. <laughs> but maybe it's these acoustics. Maybe it's the new acoustics I put in. I don't know. I don't know. 
uh, but it is weirding me out. That is what I will say. That being said, let's get back into this playoff picture. I just wanted to say that because I had to turn around because I have my table set up behind me now, not where it used to be. So now I have to make sure that I uh, have my computer on because that's where I keep my notes at to speak to y'all. That being said, all right, let's look at this playoff picture in the AFC. We have the Chiefs at 11 and 4. They have clinched a playoff spot. The Titans at 10 and 5 who have Man, they've had a weird up-and-down year for my Titans fans. I know a lot of y'all listen to this program being here located live in Nashville. Uh, it's been a weird year for the Titans. You know, after they lost Derrick Henry, everybody thought they were going to go into the shitter. They didn't, actually. They actually held on pretty well. They lost some really bad games, won some close games that they probably shouldn't have. They are a, they are a weird team going into the playoffs. They get King Henry back, which they're going to be a real playoff team that you don't want to see. That being said, uh, if they don't get Henry back, I don't think Tannehill can carry that team. I just don't. I don't. Uh, we're seeing his a lot more of his flaws now that he doesn't have that number one back to depend on. That being said, we also have the Bengals at 9-6 and six after Joe Burrow's four-touchdown 500-yard performance last week when he tore those Ravens up, which, by the way, Ravens, I need y'all to please hold down Matthew Stafford this weekend. He threw three interceptions this week. I know y'all got a soft secondary, but please, I'm, I'm from the DMV. Do it for me. Come on. I need y'all to hold him down. I'm playing him in fantasy. All right. Enough about that. And then we go into the Bills at nine and six. I actually live above a Buffalo Bills bar, if you did not know that. I live above a bar. City Tap, 2nd Avenue in Demumbrian in downtown Nashville. Go see my boy Alan. Tell him I sent you. He'll make sure you have a good time. That being said, they are a Buffalo Bills bar, which is really weird, but not really because Alan's from New York. So if you didn't know that, that's uh, I think that has something to do with it. Uh, but anyways, they be partying. They ass off up here in Nashville. They're 9-6. and six. They got a strong team. They've lost some bad games, but they got a strong team, and they should be uh, pretty contentful. And they're definitely a Super Bowl contender for sure. The Colts, 9-6. and six. I just don't like the Colts. I just don't. I, I love Jonathan Taylor. I am not a, you know, a Wentz supporter. He's, he's okay. He's average. Uh, I just don't, I mean, their defense is, is, is pulling them. I just don't see them being much of a Super Bowl contender. Could they win first round? Yeah, sure. You know, hey, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. The Pats, 9-6. and six, uh, As much as Bill, Bill, Bill Bella cheat, as I like to call him because he is a cheater. Let's not forget that. He is a cheater. Him and punk-ass Tom Brady. Both cheaters. Anyways, the Pats are 9-6. and six. Uh, even though Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches, that doesn't mean anything. I don't think he's going to be able to pull them to the Super Bowl like some people are talking about them in Tampa Bay. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're not. That, Mac Jones, while uh, showing good flashes this year, it looks like he's going to be a real good uh, or at least a decent uh, NFL quarterback. Not this year. Not this year. And then you got the Ravens at eight and seven. They're just not. They don't look. They, uh, John Harbaugh is a great coach. And Lamar Jackson's an awesome QB. And they got, a, a, a honestly, a solid team. I'm surprised that they've had such a rough year this year. But, uh, you know, they also took some chances on a couple games where they tried to get two points and lost the game. You know, if they won those two games, they're 10-5, and five and we're not having the same conversation. So they could make some noise. I don't really see it this year. We'll see what happens. And then finally, that is your uh, seven teams. But you have my Raiders and the Chargers at 8-7 and seven still in the hunt. Uh, the Raiders, surprisingly, I didn't think we would even get this far. And even if we do, uh, it's not going to matter. I mean, I don't think we're going to win a playoff game anyways. But whatever, if we get in, we get in. We actually hold the tiebreaker over the Ravens. And we play the Chargers Week 17. So if we win out, we actually get into the playoffs as a seventh seed, which is 
craziness to say. And again, I don't even. Uh, we we shut down Waller for the season. We're not going to win a play. It's just I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I want the draft pick. I don't know. Let's move on to the NFC. The Green Bay Aaron Rodgers Packers at twelve and three. So they have the best record in the league, and they are definitely playing as such. And so they will be a threat in the playoffs to contend with for sure. They look like a surefire Super Bowl contender. Next, the Cowboys. My pops, Cowboys at 11-4. and four. They are definitely a Super Bowl contender. Their defense is definitely way better than it was last year <laughs> with the additions of Micah Parsons, who I actually wanted to draft, and Trayvon Diggs. They are two superstar defenders that have now made that defense fearsome with Demarcus Lawrence back. So they are definitely going to be a team to contend with. Dak Prescott is a, is an awesome QB and I think they definitely have a good chance to go to the Super Bowl as well. The Rams 11 and four, uh, the Rams, you know, they got that superstar squad, the dream team or whatever, you know, we get one of those every few years. Those things never work out. Uh, do I see it working out for the Rams? Uh, no, Although Jared Goff did take the Rams to the Super Bowl a few years ago, I could see Matt Stafford maybe taking them to the Super Bowl. I don't see them winning the thing. So the Bucks, 11-4. Obviously, you cannot count out punk-ass Tom Brady, even though I am a Tom Brady hater. You cannot count him out. So I actually call, I actually said that the Bucks were going to be in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. I said it was the I said it was going to be the Bucks and the Chiefs was my uh, original pick at the beginning of the season. If you, and right now that's still looking like they could still both get there pretty easily. You know the the there are other teams around them. The NFC especially the NFC is is pretty pretty top heavy. They got some really good teams there at the top. Uh, so that they're going to have to contend with. The cards are sliding. The card the six zero deuce, AZ cards are sliding. My boy Serginius's cards are sliding. Uh, but they're at ten and five. They're still there. They're definitely going to sneak into the playoffs, and we'll see if they can bounce back. They got good core players, so I don't see why not. The 49ers, Clubber D, the Combat G's 49ers at 8-7. Eight 8-7. and, seven. Eight and seven. So they are not an 8-7 and seven team. I'll tell you right now, they started off 3-5, and five, which kind of hurt them, but they are really, really a good team. I've, 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 I've said that about San Francisco since last year. Um, they have not lived up to their potential, and now Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt. So we will see what happens, but I actually like them as a team going forward into the future. And then finally, you have either the Eagles or the Saints. The Eagles are 8-7, and seven, the Saints are 7-8. and eight. So the Eagles went out, they're in, but if they fall and lose the next two games and the Saints win the next two games, then the Saints are in. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I think the Eagles will go ahead and sneak in there into the seventh spot. And if they can get... Jalen Hurts completely healthy, and if they can get Miles Sanders back, who just got a collarbone injury last weekend, then they will be a team as well going into the future, just like the 49ers, but not this year. So, what am I saying then? In the AFC, my Super Bowl contenders are the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Titans. In the NFC, I have the Packers, I have the Cowboys, and I have the Buccaneers. So, those are my six teams that I think are true Super Bowl contenders. My original pick was the Chiefs and the Bucks. I will stick with that at this point. But if you would like to know my personal pick, who I would love to see, because I, again, am a noted Tom Brady hater, so I do not want to see the Bucks. 
And I definitely don't want to see the Chiefs. I'm definitely a Chiefs hater. I'm a Raiders fan. How could I not be their odds rival? Uh, so my personal pick, what I would want to see, not what I think is going to happen, would be Cowboys versus Titans, right? I live in Nashville. Obviously, that would be mean that Nashville would be a party town for like a week, and we would be having so much fun. <laughs> and then uh, the Cowboys, because obviously he's my pop's team, so I want to see him happy. So that would be my pick personally, Cowboys versus Titans. Moving on. Fantasy Championships. Your boy has made it to the Fantasy Football Championship of the VA Hustlers Fantasy Football League. Yes, sir. So we have had this league running for uh, 17 years, 18 years, almost 20 years now. And me and all my boys back from Virginia. And so I am going for my third title in this league. Uh, but let's just say that I know it's 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 going to happen, right? I, I, I feel it. It's, it, it's there's just things that have, 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 have taken place and will take place. Wheels, cogs in motion. You know what I mean? I can just tell when, when things are, when things like this are, are sort of in play. You know, I expect to win. Uh, you know, my, my opponent has a formidable team, no doubt. Uh, but I'm putting a little bit of a voodoo jinx on them and we're going to uh, make sure their players have bad games. And I need to take home that championship. I need it. I need it not for myself. Uh, well, yeah, I, I need it not only for myself, but also uh, for the whole, for the whole, you know what I mean? The world as a whole needs this. They need your boy. It is fate and destiny that I will win this championship. I am manifesting victory. Moving on. So COVID, as we talked about last time, has been uh, really uh, affecting the sporting landscape. But now they're starting to reel back a lot of the rules, a lot of the uh, different conditions to play and things like that. So we talked last week about teams bringing back players that they weren't unvaccinated players, things like that. Well, now, you know, now that the CDC has halved its recommendation for isolation time from 10 to 5 days, the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL have also started to uh, move those 10-day stances, and they're talking about moving them down to 5 as well. They have taxi squads in the NHL, so these leagues are really adapting and trying to do whatever they can, because obviously money, to be, be able to uh, continue playing without having a shutdown. The NHL came back from their week-long shutdown on Wednesday, and they have been fine since then. But college football has been affected very much so. We've already lost six bowls, including my UCLA Bruins in the Holiday Bowl against NC State was canceled. Speaking of, my UCLA Bruins basketball team, one of the favorites to win the national championship, has not played in three weeks since for COVID, because of COVID issues. They haven't played since December 11th when they beat Marquette. So, you know, this is uh, getting really crazy. The Omicron is uh, spreading around. Luckily, it is not as deadly as the Delta, but y'all still need to be careful. Go ahead and make sure you're washing those hands. Uh, make sure you're staying away from anybody that may have uh, a sickness or a cold. Uh, you know, I know New Year's is coming up. I ain't going to be the one to tell you not to go party because I ain't going to lie to you and tell you that I'm not going to go party because I definitely am. But that being said, I am still going to try to be as careful as possible. No, here in Nashville, we don't wear masks anymore. But, you know, I'm still going to try to I'll make sure I'm washing my hands, not eating off the hors d'oeuvres or everybody putting their nasty fingers in. You know what I mean? 
Uh, you got just got to uh, keep yourself safe. The more you know. Other teams that have dropped out of the college football bowls. The Virginia Cavaliers, the University of Miami, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, and others as well. So, we will see what happens with the playoff, but they are saying that if there are COVID issues, teams will forfeit, and the national championship could be won by forfeit, or it could be vacant. So, this is really crazy. They are really just trying to keep it going to get that money however they possibly can, which I understand um, especially, you know, not only for the college football playoffs, but also ESPN, they could lose almost $400 million in revenue uh, just because of bowl games being lost and things like that. Moving on to the NBA, where we've had a lot of cancellations already as well. They've used 549 players to play already in a season. That is a record for the NBA. So you can see how COVID is affecting them there. That being said, it is not affecting the three Best players in the league right now in the top three NBA MVP candidates that we will talk about. First, we're going to talk about LeBron. I am a LeBron James hater. We all know that, LeBum. But I got to respect his game, right? I know that he is one of the greatest of all times. I know his longevity and everything like that. We talked about it last week. Still going strong, y'all. Even at 36 and despite the Lakers sucking, he is still on pace to pat to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. So, you know, a few years ago, people were thinking that no one would catch Kareem, uh, you know, especially with LeBron getting older, but now he's still playing so well. Um, I think he's going to do it. I think he will, and I think he would stick around to do it, right? Um, let's see. He's easily going to pass Carl Malone, who uh, is the third leading scorer. He's 928 points away from him. He could do that this season. Uh, he's 2,387 from Kareem, and so at his current rate of 1,964 points a year, he could top that in two years. James has also been the youngest player to hit every milestone in scoring so far. So, again, I believe he will capture that record. But he's playing really well again. He is averaging 27.6 points per game, right behind Steph Curry at 27.7, and both behind KD at number one. Kevin Durant is averaging 29.7 points a game. So, my uh, pick has been Steph all season, so I'll stick with that for now. And so we'll see where we're at at the All-Star break. What I don't want y'all to do is forget about Nikolai Jokic. Because, yes, his team is below average as well, just like the Lakers. But he was an MVP last season with a with, with an average stats of 26.6 points per game and 10.8 rebounds per game. Well, listen to this. This year, he's averaging 25.8 points a game, but 14 rebounds a game. So he upped his rebounds three rebounds a game and only lowered his points one point a game. So... If he was MVP last year, does he have a case to go back-to-back this year? I think so. We'll see what happens. Moving on. Shout out Candace Parker, who was voted AP Female Athlete of the Year for a second time after she won her championship with the Chicago Sky this past year. So good on to her. And also shout out to Shohei Otani, who won the AP Men's athlete of the year um Shohei obviously was the dual two-way threat like a Babe Ruth in modern times in Major League Baseball so that was cool so shout out to both of those stellar athletes and so yeah it's been a crazy year in the world of sports and so we have made it through though and pretty much more unscathed than I thought we would until just recently so 
we will see how it goes on into the new year. Moving on to the entertainment world. Speaking of the Super Bowl, they will be charging $6.5 million for a 30-second spot is what NBC is charging this year. CBS last year charged 5.5, so they have upped it a million for a 30-second spot. Wow, these companies pay tons of money. That being said, the two biggest crypto companies that are trying to get into the sporting world both have bought ads at the Super Bowl. Crypto.com, who I'm sure you've heard a lot about, they bought the Staples Center and renamed it, and then FTX, which is another huge crypto company coming up. So crypto is becoming really big in the world, as well as NFTs and collectibles and uh, all sorts of things. So be on the lookout for all of that thing. But yeah, uh, crypto is definitely becoming a major player, but around the world. So maybe we'll get on. I know a, I have a buddy that knows a lot about crypto. Maybe I'll have him on to talk crypto one episode. But yeah, Crypto.com paid $700 million over 20 years for the naming rights of the uh, to rename the Staples Center. They also inked a 10-year, $175 million deal with the UFC because I heard them uh, talking, mentioning Crypto.com like every five seconds during the broadcast this past weekend. It also signed a five-year pack with Formula One for $100 million, so they are just going everywhere. FTX signed the naming rights for the Miami Heats Arena and the California Memorial Stadium. Moving on. So huge that in El Salvador. So we talked about earlier in the year how El Salvador was becoming the first country to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. Well, now they're actually creating a city revolved around Bitcoin. And yes, it's going to be called Bitcoin City. It's actually going to be in the shape of a circle like a Bitcoin. And so it's all going to be paid for through Bitcoin. So El Salvador is all in on Bitcoin. But awesome for them that are trying to move forward into the the future. Moving on. The future of movie theaters. Let's talk a little bit about that. Spider-Man No Way Home was the first pandemic-era film to top $1 billion at the global box office and was the third fastest to get there. So are we seeing a movie theater revolution? I'm sorry to say the revolution will not be televised. Uh... I do think the movie theaters will come back. I do think that I actually want to go to. I haven't been in years to a movie theater. Uh, I do think they will come back, but it'll never be pre-pandemic. Uh, not to mention with a lot of things moving to streaming anyways and then buying a lot of the movie rights and stuff like that. People can now watch a lot of those from home. So will movie theaters stick around? Yeah, but a lot of them are going to you know, die out, bankrupt, things like that. And we'll just have here and there the major players that will keep locations and you know we can go see a movie here from here that most people are gonna be watching from home i mean like they are now moving on and finally let's talk about the top stories from 2020 and 2021 i know it's been a crazy crazy two years so i just wanted to recap some of the things we've been through in the past couple years and get y'all's opinions so let's go back in time a little bit let's let's go back in time to january of 2020 do you remember where you were at when covid was first coming up in the news uh, you know, Donald Trump was all over the news. COVID started to come up, started to hear some peaking at the end of 2019, 2020, beginning of the year started to kind of creep in. Where were you at? What were you thinking? Because I know I was not thinking it was going to be anything like this. I was like, okay, well, we have all these things all the time. You know, uh, it'll come and go like the other ones, Ebola and all the other stuff. Uh, but we'll be all right. You know, I've never been affected by any of those other ones. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, man, it really hit the whole world way, way harder than I thought it was going to. And then after that, do y'all remember all this stuff? In 2020, you had the Trump impeachment. You had the murder of George Floyd, which, 
you know, caused all those, you know, protests all over the world, not even just the United States, but all over the world, right? Joe Biden was elected president, like so many things happened in 2020. And it seemed to have continued into 2021, that long year. And we were just, just, it just, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it really, really just continued, right? We had the beginning of the year happen, and then January 6th, uh, you know, the riots at the Capitol, the insurrection at the Capitol, which was crazy. I remember I was watching it on TV, and I hit up my boys in the group chat, and I was like, yo, everyone turn on whatever news station is your favorite, because there is some shit happening at the Capitol, and I've never seen anything like this before in the United States. I said, this is the first time I've thought this is a third world country. I couldn't believe what I was seeing with my eyes. And we all have a buddy who worked, who is a Capitol Police officer and was there that day. So we were worried about him as well and his safety. Luckily, he was fine. That being said, that was a crazy fucking. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is like a third world country was happening right now. I could not believe my eyes. Anyways, what else happened? Then after that, we had that ship the Su- getting stuck in the Suez Canal. Y'all remember that? So the, the uh, supply chain was already messed up from COVID, and now this messed it up even more. Uh, then what happened? All the space race for the billionaires, Elon Musk, you know, Richard Branson, and all, all kinds of, that's just craziness how that's going to blow up as well. And so all of that to say, my friends, that we've been through a lot the past two years, and we survived. And that made you stronger, no matter what you went through. If you lost somebody uh, to COVID or anything, if you've been through some hard times, if you lost a job, if you've you know, dealt with mental health, anxiety, depression, whatever, right? Whatever. We made it. We made it. We survived. We are stronger for it. And we are going to be better for it going into the future. Y'all just keep your head up for real. We're going to make it. I promise y'all. And you know how we'd like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Get the fuck out of here! Well, family, 2021 is over tonight. It is currently Friday the 31st. I am recording this in the afternoon. We have about eight hours to go until the ball drops and we get to 2022. So that being said, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do goals instead. I, I've never been big into the resolution thing. Uh, instead, I just try to make goals that I want to complete. And so I have goals for the future of this podcast, especially the Ball and Buzz podcast will blow up. Uh, we will turn this not only into TV shows, so I'm I, I'm gonna manifest the uh, the Daniel Cormier Clubber D MMA show, so DC the CD MMA show on ESPN. It's gonna be amazing. Also, your boy me, I'll be a regular contributor on ESPN TV and other TV as well. So we're gonna be blowing up there. Also, MVP specialty marketing business. I have a couple of special clients I'm looking at right now. I'm not going to give any names away, but I'm working on some proposals of people that you will know. And so uh, hopefully we can get together. I can show them what I can do for them. We can bring them and their families money. We can get uh, MVP specialty marketing business blown up. So that way I can start doing all my networking and we can start the global foundation that I want to start to eradicate poverty and homelessness around the world. Goals, y'all. Goals. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Also, I need to finish the movie that I'm writing. 
I want to record a new album. And also, I need to recertify my PMP. I need to, I'm, I'm making a few trips, going to Puerto Rico and see my family. April, going to Denver with my boys from the military. We're meeting up in Denver for a weekend. And then, oh, speaking of Denver, y'all, so I forgot to tell y'all, this is a huge story. They are actually turning my apartment building into two-thirds hotel. So there is a company called Y Hotel, and they have bought out the property here in Nashville where I live. And so, unfortunately, I have not found out yet exactly, but I got an email that told me my floor was one of them. So basically getting evicted is pretty much what's happening. So if it is, if my floor is on there, which I am led to believe right now, if so, I only have till the lease is over in September, and then I got, I'm getting booted to the curb. Uh, that being said, I'm not staying in Nashville downtown and paying $2,000 a month. The really shitty part about this is, is that I was grandfathered in since I've been at this apartment complex for five years. So I'm still paying cheaper than what most people pay in, pay in this city. And if I were to have to go anywhere else or even stay here, they're going to raise the rates at least $400 on what I'm paying. And so I'm not going to do that. So I'm thinking the move is Denver, y'all. You know, I've been talking about Denver. For, so I think I'm going to do Denver for a couple of years and then Puerto Rico after that. So we'll see what happens. I will keep y'all updated and informed. But we are going to Denver for a trip in April. And then I will be home for my birthday. So DMV, I will be home uh, either my birthday weekend or the weekend after. So look forward to that. I wish you all a blessed 2022. May God bless you and your families. You may everyone be prosperous and successful and abundant. And yeah, I just wish you all the best, family. And if you ever need anything, you know I'm here for you. And we are looking good into the new year. 2022, I'm hyped. Peace out, y'all. I love you, family. See you next year. Woo! Yeah, 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 Ow, I just hit my head on the damn microphone. Fucking shit. That hurt. I'm grateful for all of you. I hope you all are grateful because being grateful actually brings your stress down and your life helps you live longer. So just try to be kind. It's a lot nicer to be kind and happy than it is to be uh, sad and mean and an asshole and it adds years to your life that being said y'all let me spark this joint we love you here um, and we will see you next week don't forget if you have any questions any comments anything for our new mailbox please send it to ball and buds at mvp smb Dot com. That again is Ballin' Buds at M as in Mama, because I love my mama. V as in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P as in Papa, because I love my Papa. S as in Son, because I be sunning y'all fools. M as in Mama again, because I love my mama twice. And B is for Boy, as in Boy, if y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox so we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episodes post show. So again, holla at us. That being said, thank you so much for the support. Everyone here at the Ball and Budge podcast, we all thank you for the support. Rafael, email. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Make sure to share this on your social media and spread the word to all of your friends. 
We love your support here at the Ball and Buds Podcast. We hope you have an amazing week. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Holla, five thousand.